do you think your parents weren't supportive of you? At the beginning, they just didn't understand it, you know? But now they do, so now it's great. So guys, welcome to the first podcast. We're here at Single-Handedly, the first podcast with three hands, um, hosting your show. I'm your host, Thomas Borch, para-athlete. Um, uh, we give a little bit of a log of what we do. Student, um, hustler life. Nick? I don't have that much of an uh, energetic introduction. I didn't prepare for it. You don't have an introduction. No, I didn't. This I is the most I important part. I didn't think of that, actually. No, I didn't think of that. It is what it is, bro, off the dome. All right, all right. So um, uh, I'm Nick Wujaya. I'm Thomas's friend. That's it. That, we'll that peel Nick like an onion until he tells us yes, what he does. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And speaking yeah. of the hustler's lifestyle, today we have with us Fabio. Fabio's our first guest. Here we go. Thank you Fabio. very much. I'm very happy to be here. My name is Fabio. I do YouTube. Um, uh, basically, I do a faceless, I run a faceless YouTube channel. And right now I'm starting more. And um, the premise is creating content that you don't have to show a face behind and you can build a business around it. And um, it's exciting, it's growing, and I'm sure today we'll talk all about that and all about everything else, the hustle. We'll the super, get into it, we'll get into it for sure. Let's get it. Should we start off maybe, so wait, how old are you? I'm 21. 21. You're, you're I'm 21. 21. We used to go to school together okay, okay, okay. for like all our life. Uh, think no. like if you want to go into some horoscope shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I we, think have, we have like <laughs> the same, almost the same birthday. You you believe a bit in horoscopes. Yes, man, I'm a Scorpio, bro. You're just saying. Does it make a difference? Yes, bro, like everything, man. Like. So your girlfriend has to match, or the girl you're, you're, you're with has uh, to match your, your star sign. No, bro, I, I don't believe in that <laughs> stuff. Okay. But, but I'm just saying that. So but there, is, oh there, there is like some traits where you say, shit, man, maybe, maybe it's true, you know? Maybe it is actually like some character traits. Mm. You know, like they say, as a Scorpio, uh, Anyway, we're going to get into this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure people just click off, man. It's horoscope. It's like, <laughs> fuck that, bro. Just on to the next. No, today I was meant to stay in bed. So we shouldn't have met today. Even if it's Mr. Right or Mrs. Right. So I don't believe in it. You um, were mentioning this, actually. I just want to say it because it's my head taking. You know how you mentioned um, that you believe, not that you believe in it, but um, that some of it makes sense. So how, can you explain how the Simpsons are predicting a lot of events that uh, that are happening. Do you think it's a coincidence? Mm. The Simpsons. Uh, I don't think it's a coincidence because so what, time and time again, so many coincidences. I don't believe in a coincidence because mm. if you're meant to meet someone, if you're meant to do something, if you're meant to be in the right yeah, place at like the right everything time. Everything happens for a reason. Exactly. And they predict it to such accuracy. Have you ever seen the one of Trump? Yeah, I was going to say falls? that. With the Man, that was crazy. No, the one I saw was the one that he was going down the, the escalator and waving. Exactly. Yes, yes, exactly. And then that sign falls. And in real ah, life, okay, that sign okay, also okay, falls. Yeah, and it's like, what the hell? How the hell could I? they predict that? Like, and then they that predicted level. the Twin Towers on the Damn. magazine. When, when did Simpsons start? Do you know? Like 19... No, no idea, man. Don't ask me about dates. Jamie, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not that guy. Yeah, Jamie, pull it up. Jamie, pull it up. Let's see it on the screen. Um, uh, the screen's going to be right we here. We didn't give him an introduction. He's an introduction as well. As being the yes, backstage so manager. Jonathan is the guy behind the scenes. Um, Jonathan's John, a go in very shot, tall, show, handsome show man. In shot, in shot. Go in shot, show your hand. 19? 1989. Wow, that's, that's a long time predicting stuff, eh? Australia. You believe in time travel, Fab? Time travel. No, I don't think, I don't believe that it's invented yet. But but I wait, think wait, wait. <laughs> how can you say that if it's time travel? <laughs> Ooh, Maybe that's food for thought, huh? But exactly, so... Mm. I don't know, man. 
I don't think it would be time travel the way you think it is because that would mess up too much stuff, like the space-time continuum. It would Ooh, change okay. everything, you know? <laughs> it would, it would. But also, if one person invents it and keeps it to himself. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I mean, he has the power, I guess. Yeah. And uh, if someone's... Yeah, never shared. But why the fuck would he make The Simpsons, like, create some <laughs> mad shit? But like, I show... No, but imagine. Maybe time travelers work for The Simpsons, that's what I think. Imagine like. I give you the information. Mm. I can go back in time to a time where I never gave you that information. So, yeah, probably he gave it to someone. Someone doesn't remember that they got time travel information. It could be us right here, right now. He might spawn... No, <laughs> man, isn't it crazy how like everything happens for a reason, man? You could cross the road, like, and if you cross the road a minute later, a car could pass and That's run so you true. over. It's true. It's or true. like the time that you wake up five minutes later, you could have had a completely different day. It's like everything just always happens for a reason, and it got you to where you are now. Like at this very moment, this very second, where you are now, is it all happened because of the way of the sequence of events? And if one thing changed, everything would change. So with that said, Fab, you believe in a good routine, a good morning routine, a good evening routine? 100%, having, 100%. Having similar days to each other? I think it's the most important thing, man. Consistency and having a routine. I think as humans, we need routine. You think you know? so? If it's always different, you're never going to get ahead. You're always going to be trying to catch up. When you have a routine, you can really get on top of things. And then your workload compounds. It creates something that you can do every single day. And if you're doing effective things, then you're moving forward. If every day you know you're going to wake up at 6, you're going to do something you know, for your physical fitness or your health, like go for a run, go to the gym, something like that. And then after that, you're going to start working. And every day you do that over a long period of time, that work and that um, what you're doing for your body is going to compound. You know? All right. And then it's going to... So what does your you morning routine look like right now? My morning routine, I'd say I wake up at about 7, 7.30. Um, and then I just go straight downstairs, uh, get a cup of coffee, and just start working. Immediately. Like that's the best way. So wait, what, what time do you sleep? Uh, I try to be in bed by 11. By 11. So Sometimes I sleep at 11.30, you know, depends. So eight hours of sleep you get every day? Exactly. Exactly. But to be honest, man, I, I want to start waking up earlier. Okay. You know? There's a book, The 5 a.m. Club. I don't know if yes. you guys have ever heard of it. Like... Um, that stuff is really like, I really want to try it. But then it's difficult because you have to balance what time you go to sleep, you know? Exactly. Because if you wake up at 5 a.m., you have to be in bed by like 10 latest. So then you can't really have a social life at night, you know? And meet people and all this stuff, it kind of goes out the window. But you can also tell people to meet earlier and they work around your schedule. So are, are you social, like going out and all of that, going drinking? Recently, yeah, man. Recently, Recently. yeah. I've been trying to, you know, like enjoy life a bit more. When I was younger, man, I spent so much time inside, like all the time, bro. Summer is like all day, all night, just inside all the time. Yeah, I can relate. Yeah. I mean, uh, that comes if you are kind of type of person to keep to yourself or maybe not so social. Exactly. Um, and you know what the thing was, bro? When I was younger, I found it hard to relate to people. Like, you know, I was always, I always thought that I was a bit different, man. And like the conversations other kids would have, like teenagers, I wouldn't really relate and it was hard to like really create good friendships. And now I feel like I have an energy and I, I match with people with the same energy as me, you know? So no conversations were about the economical and financial <laughs> health of the world. <laughs> exactly, exactly. We need Jaden in here, we need man. Where, where is he? Jaden, Jaden. Jaden! <laughs> and that's the most important thing, man. You know, you can really create your future. And if you're constantly thinking about bettering yourself, it's inevitable that you are going to better yourself, you know?
I like hearing this. This this gives really good energy. 100%, bro. Like and surrounding yourself with the same people will exactly give you more energy. Right. And I think that's that's the the issue, I, not an issue, but maybe when you're young and you're making friends, it isn't. They're not on the same wavelength, or you're still and you're still finding yourself. Exactly, you're developing. You don't know who you are. Like a lot of youngsters, they like test out different personalities. You know, I see that. As I feel well. like I used to do that as well, bro. I used to try and like be this kind of guy, like the funny, stupid guy, and see how people react. And if they like that, I would do more of it, or I'll try to be this more serious, pretend not. Like you know, like when you're young, you really try out different personalities. And then as you get older, you find what sticks and who you really are. What I think the problem say? is that um, even as a set, as a society, especially here where we live, people tend tend to stick to the same circles. Mm-hmm. And uh, you see people who have been friends for like twenty in years, in Malta, man, especially like which would be okay if it's just like a few people out of uh, ten thousand. But those, if those ten thousand people, all of them have had the, sa- had the same friends for twenty years, I mean, I think, I think it it creates a stagnant environment. Exactly, man. You know what they say: you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Exactly, and that is so true. Like if you spend time with five people, all they talk about is furniture. You're gonna be the sixth, and you're gonna be a furniture master. Like after a year, you'll know everything: how the furniture is built, and the screws, and the type of wood, and this and that. You spend time with five millionaires, you're gonna be the sixth. Five losers, you're gonna be the sixth. You know, so you have to really pick your circle and watch who you stay with because it really impacts your life. And one good way to help your circle out is by listening to podcasts, man. I feel like that's such a good way because if it's five people, the first two, if you live with your parents, those are one and two. So you're not going to change those. So whatever their ideologies are and blah, 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 you're going to get some of that. But then the other three, you can really create them the way you want them to be. So if you want to listen to podcasts just about business, so you learn business and absorb some of that, you really can. Mindset, uh, health, fitness, whatever it is, you can become that person because you're surrounding yourself constantly in your ears listening to these uh, successful people or whatever it might be. You become that character, you know. And that's what I wanted to say um, with the 5 a.m. club. So mm. something which is difficult, I think, is finding five people, uh, six people or whatever. Yeah. Um, the number is the, time, the people you spend most time with to socialize at six, seven, eight, nine in the evening. Yeah. And then you're home by 10. So you're going, you go into the, you go into your night routine and then you're f- at 5 a.m. You're up and you're grinding. Yeah. And yeah. then. You, you discuss each other's mistakes and stuff like that, which is what I was coming to, where, I mean, in your line of work, it's you, you tend to, you work a lot to, towards something, but you can only make so many mistakes, which is what I saw Mr. B say, that he's surrounded himself by people who or have like the same idea. Exactly. They're, yeah, they're all learning from, the, from each from other's mistakes. Exactly. exactly. Then it compounds, man. If you're like three people and you make all the same mistakes, it's like, in a year, you work three years. Exactly. Because it's three people. Like, it's triple. You know, it's crazy, man. But then it's hard to find those people to really, like, to actually directly work with them. You know, finding partners in business is one of the hardest things, man. Because you have to find people that complement you but are completely different as well. That you get along with, but their skills have to be completely different. Exactly. If you two have the same exact skills and the same weaknesses, then creating a partnership is useless. You're just going to clash. So, ideally, you always should find someone who has... Who has the strong point, which is your weakness? Exactly, that'd be the best thing. Like that's the best secret to a good business. And I, I think the problem here to to find people who are good partners or whatever is just because how small of a community we are and how much we lack kind of this type of mentality. I think yeah. we're we're given so much information from 
like the American mindset on TikTok, on Insta Reels or whatever, that people start acting in such a way, especially the young ones now, where no one's developing their character truly and finding out their real skills. Yeah. So I think that's an issue later on in life where people are so exposed to one way without experimenting themselves because they're so overstimulated mm. and not delaying their gratification. That's something I really believe in, yeah. delaying your gratification. Man, I think TikTok is going to have some huge impacts on our generation. Huh? Like if you think like 40 years from now, when the like people our age and younger are going to be the business owners and the people that run the world and their attention spans are so low and they can't work for long periods of time and everything's instant gratification, it's fast, it's like all fucked up of the dopamine that you get from scrolling through TikTok all day. Like, these people are going to struggle, man, to really create something. So what's, what's your screen time? My screen time? About three hours and a half. Yeah. And you work yeah. from your phone, from your laptop mostly? No, from my laptop. laptop mostly. My laptop is probably <laughs> crazy, but, <laughs> but that's work, you know. But I think the end goal is to be able to work from your phone. Like, because if you're working from your phone, then you're fully optimized and outsourced. Because then all you have to do is tell your team member, okay, you do this, and then you do that. And then all you need is literally a phone. Like, top-tier level. You never just, need a, just a message. Exactly, man. Okay. That's like, when, when you have a team big enough, and you've scaled to a level, literally all you need to work from is just your phone. That's uh, and you've always had this hustler grindset, that you've always wanted to be yeah, doing your own I, thing. I always wanted to, like... Do my own thing and be, and be different, man. It's, uni wasn't for me, you know. You you had you had gone for a year. In I did. Uh, no, I went. I went for three months and I dropped out, man. First semester. What what did Literally, you start man. studying? I started studying marketing, man. The first mm -hmm. lecture that we did, I went in the class, and uh, I was like, all right, let me try and do something because basically my parents wanted me to go to uni, and they I picked marketing because I thought that maybe we'd learn digital marketing. I could do Facebook ads or Google ads, SEO, something like that. You know, something to make some money. And the first lecture I asked, like, so, sir, when are we going to learn about, like, Facebook ads or SEO or anything of that nature? And the guy goes, um, this is, uh, not, I don't really like that sort of thing. I prefer the, the marketing principles. I was like, the marketing principles, those are outdated. Like, he exactly. wanted to teach us from a book that was written like 60 years ago about the marketing principles, which I guess those are, they're useful, you know, but like once you've passed that base level and you, you kind of know them a bit, skim over it, then you really want to learn actionable skills that can make you money, you know, or at least in my point of, of view. So you wanted a more hands-on approach rather than a more class? I just wanted to make money, man, you know. I think right. like that's the, for me the most exciting thing, you know, creating. And you uh, started off with a Shopify account, no? I did, but that was years ago, man. That and was, was that ago. like the stepping stone that you saw, hmm, this might be for me or this might... I mean, I tried everything, bro. I just wanted to make money online. Like, I just wanted to like do something for myself. I, I, I tried this thing, man. I thought of this idea. I'm going to say, let me try gambling, but like really low odds. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first <laughs> business. So I got like, I used to work at, as a waiter. So I used to make like maybe 700 a month. And uh, so I used to get that 700 and I, I used to try and invest it in this like betting so I used to go on these odds that were like 1.01 .01. so like Juventus versus some shitty ass team you know and so you're like almost guaranteed that you're gonna win and put like 100 euro and then win 1 euro <laughs> and try and do that 5 times per hour to make like 5 euro an hour extra you know that all was right. my idea but then all of a sudden you, you start to get like 
Oh, Lalo, but if I put 200 euro, I get two euro, and you put that 200, and then the odds, bro, like, at the end, you're never always going to win. So then, just to make three euro in two days, then you lose 200, bro, like this. <laughs> the dumbest business I ever thought of. Bro. This is coming from I experience that you've lost 200. I lost so much <laughs> more, man. Like, then I never, I said, this is never for me ever again. Like, no, no type of sports betting or anything. It's so unsustainable, man. And, and how old were you when you tried this? I must have, bro, I was underage, I was 17, man. I Wait, how, how did you, I you have to sign up online or, or was yeah, it like Yeah, it's strictly confidential. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, um, I, I, I think, I can't remember what I did, man. I think I used my brother's ID or something like that. Oh, we have good lawyers, so you can uh, talk about anything you want. You <laughs> yeah, and then, they, and then I, I tried to withdraw, like, years later, after I was 18, or something, I had to update my documents, and they were like, what, when you first started, you weren't 18? <laughs> now we're gonna have to block your account. I was like, uh, I was like, fuck it, man, <laughs> it is what it is. You know? And you had to keep the money in there. <laughs> there was like five euro, man. <laughs> all right, all right. But I, it's still there, it's still there. <laughs> so it's fake documents, but real money. Exactly, and man. So And then what was I your next business then? Anymore. After that, man, I tried Shopify. You all know? right, so tell us about that. It's interesting for me, because I think I can relate to, to E-commerce and all of that. You've tried it as well? I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it still does it, I think. Yeah, it's amazing, man. If I had to do it today, I think I would really like go in with a different mindset and different tactics and make it work. But back then, bro, I, I, I really didn't know much. So wh what did you... Was it dropshipping that you tried? Dropshipping, man, yeah. Everyone tries dropshipping. No. It's like we're getting out the hood with dropshipping. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone thinks they're going to make six figures like first month. No, but dropshipping is tough, man. It's really tough. Like, people think it's a side hustle, but you'd really have to put everything into it and be very creative. That's yeah. the thing. I mean, uh, I don't know if you know, but um, I did e-commerce. I still do e-commerce now. Yeah. Uh, so I have an e-commerce brand called Cartable Byte. Plug, free plug. Free plug, um, free plug. Uh, Let's go. Within the, first, within the first, I think, 10 months, 11 months, I had over 100,000 in sales. Yeah, based in, in Mota, which to me is quite surprising to be That's honest. I, I, I didn't think I And I the I margins, what were the margins? So sixty uh, percent profit? Mm, a bit more, I think. I think That's a bit more than six percent. Solid man. I can't remember. That's really, really good. Um yeah. and this this is only one product. It's not like we had yeah. a catalog of different products like I know, like dropshipping usually have and it's a good products. niche, man. You always have to niche down. Yeah, yeah, like like That's the thing. With my niche, I didn't think it would managed to get the volume of sales so we got over five thousand sales i yeah. think um but there wasn't a market for it in malta which people were that looking was for the thing. that was the thing mm. so that that's i think what was my strong point because i identified the the missing piece i think so i saw that there was a lot of so wait a bit of backstory mm. um i just start i started that because I quit my initial job that I had. I was working in gaming. Um, and I was supposed to open up a company based on like cloud computing and all that shit with two other people that were in my team that I actually hired them. And then they just gave in the resignation and told me, listen, they want to join us or opening a company. I'm like, oh yeah. Anyway, long story short, we ended up um, not agreeing to many different things. Yeah. The partnership and the company failed. And then I was without a job. So then I'm like, quickly, I have to come up with Quickly, just a callback. Is it because they had the same skills and the same defects as you? No. So oh, my theory is so flawed. It was, <laughs> no, it was, it was more trust, trust issue based, I think. Because okay, okay, you okay. Can, you so can, a bit immature. You like, can maybe. start 
you can start a company with people that you don't know. That's what I think. Like you can't. You can't. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I believe. And if you do, if there's someone that you don't know, like for me, and I even I'm now I'm the type of person that I don't trust anyone. Mm. But especially in business, in my opinion, I think if you don't know the person well, no, you really you have to know them well, man. Because then what starts happening is if you do if you start doing business with someone. And maybe st- things start looking a bit odd. You're gonna start thinking, "Oh, this fucker trying to steal money from me." Is he doing yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, go back to the story. So, what happened after that? After the bar- so partnership failed, and then so then, so then, of course, bro, I have to pay rent and all that shit. And yeah. I'm like, okay, so what am I gonna do? So I used to write. I still do. Like every day, I write things in my phone, like ideas, business ideas on my phone. Mm-hmm. I've been doing it, I think, for I seven I years. I, do, so I did yeah. that too, man. For seven years. I've been doing I think and it works when you put them on paper because then you can refer back to them yeah, 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 or yeah. add on to them even when you're on the toilet, when you're cooking. <laughs> yeah. exactly. It really works. Exactly. No, no, it does. And then uh, I was just writing down, writing down, writing down. And I'm, of course, I'm going through it. I'm like, okay, what can I do? What can I do? Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, so what's the weak point? Is there like a market I can fill with a, a solution to a problem? And I'm like, oh, wait, so there's... There's a motto, it's like just a few card games in Maltese that were shit. Like how fun would it be that we do something really funny? And considering it's COVID, I know now that there was going to be a lockdown. Mm. So people are going to be inside. So I thought of like, listen, why don't I do something in Maltese card games? I'll make it appealing to um, obviously younger people. Yeah. Um, so then I can market it really easily. I make it more vulgar because when you have something, you're either going to go all out or you don't. Because exactly. of course, you go all out marketing. And when these card games have like shit, you know, what's written down isn't very intriguing. It's boring. Exactly. exactly. Like when it's vulgar, it's like yeah, exciting, yeah, so you know. And again, so this is like very niche, and I didn't think it would do as well as it did because it was such. It's so it's very vulgar. It's in Maltese, it's it's a rough language, I guess. R- yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't think we'd have enough volume for it, but I'm like, fuck it. I know it will do well to some extent, but I didn't expect. So we had within the first day that I launched the website, I remember I just did one post on uh, a Facebook group that I'm not gonna plug here. <laughs> I think you know. <laughs> Blur uh, it out. Uh, we can bleep it uh, out if you. And um, no, you know, I just took a picture of. I remember I took a picture of the cards and I put it there, and. Like, this is one of those stories where I actually, I went to sleep, bro. I went to sleep. Uh. And I, I usually always turn off my Wi-Fi. But for some reason, I didn't turn off my Wi-Fi this time. And so, like, at 7.30 in the morning, I, I hear, like, an email coming in. I'm like, oh. And I just look. I look to my phone. I see PayPal. I'm like, PayPal. Like, do I have to confirm, okay, my, confirm my identity or some shit. shit? And then I see, I see new purchase or whatever the title was. Like, new purchase. What the fuck? Then I open it and I'm like, a guy just bought uh, the product for 35 euros. I'm like, I don't even have the product yet. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah. Like, I didn't even have any stock. The only thing I had was like a sample, a sample card. That's amazing. And well, a guy, that was proof of concept. And a guy it. just bought it. I'm yeah. like, fuck. And then what happened that week was insane. I had around 100 orders every day. Constant shit. For a week. You and must I have had like Jeff Bezos, and bro. And like and a Saudi <laughs> prince, man. Like and the Shopify keeps dinging on. I had I had no product, I had no stock, and shit. it was insane because I it was still being it was still being printed, manufactured. So it was a. And really you got crazy. it manufactured off Alibaba or what? No, no, no. So because of COVID, I couldn't outsource oh yes, from China. I couldn't outsource from China because it was fucking expensive, and yeah. we weren't get, getting definite shipping times. So I sourced locally, which was. Fucking expensive, really expensive. Yeah. 
Um, but I managed to, I had like a back order of one week. And in the beginning, I wasn't, I didn't know what really was, what I was doing because I was doing the whole logistical process. So I would go to this factory where I was printing them. I would get all the boxes and they were like, the boxes were flat and the cards were all um, in like plastic wrapping. And I had to open the plastic wrapping of and each one. So you have two, two different decks. I had to yeah. join the decks together, open the box, put them inside the box, close the box. And sure. put an uh, instruction manual inside, all manually. And then so you ship it out. And then I ship it out. And I had to These do like 200 a day to kind of um, get to the back orders that I had. Yeah. That was insane. But it was a really, really good link. And now you've managed to outsource that. Yes, yes, yes. So now, I, now I have a whole team. Uh, during that time, I had like two part-time um, delivery people working with us. Full-time, you can say, <laughs> in the beginning. Um, but it was insane the amount of things I learned so quickly just because I was put under so much pressure. Yeah. And I think and that really works What out. do you think now is the most important next step? There's something called M-I-N-S. And it's <clears throat> in whatever you do, it's really, really good to always think about it. The most important next step. Like really break it down, you know? So to scale the business, what do you think for you is the most important next step? So the thing is at the time, again, I didn't think it would take off into the volume that yeah. it made. So it was one really hard to keep up. Mm-hmm. with what was going on because it was in the beginning just me alone then I had my brother um, and then we hired some drivers and then I started hiring a team slowly slowly but it was just so many things to process and so in so so short amount of time yeah that you didn't know what the next step was basically yeah, yeah, yeah. and literally I wasn't sleeping like I would be packing or the first week I was just packing orders until f- until 3 4 a.m and then 6 a.m the driver would come pick them up and he would do for deliveries because he wasn't an actual proper fucking delivery driver and he just scammed me and Shit, um yeah. and i was paying him by the hour so he would do like a, and this is another thing uh, that i'm sure you have experienced as well like you hire people that you think are doing a good job or that you think mm. you're the right fit but then you realize they're like fucking with you and then you have to waste time to well that's the biggest ahead. bottleneck man finding that's, talent you that's know that's a huge it's so hard should you pay per hour or should you pay uh, per product no when it comes to and then i learned that when it comes to deliveries not locally you pay per product and then depending on the company you can also pay additional per kilometer okay, okay. so yeah so i was paying this guy like I think like seven euros an hour. So I was paying him like seven euros an hour where he would maybe do one delivery per hour and the delivery cost like three or four euros. So I was losing money on every yeah. single order that I was doing just because he was... Then they accumulate. Yeah, yeah. But going back to my question, man, what's the most important next step now to scale the business to the next level? Um, Are you still running it? Yeah, so... What it we're still do- does what well? What we're doing... Yeah, do- it still does quite well, which I'm still surprised yeah. about. But what we're doing now is we obviously want to internationalize. So what we have next is we have another local product just to test out the look and feel of it. Yeah. And then we're going to internationalize it. So we're going to rebrand it for an international look. And then we're going to sell nice. Amazon and all of that. What I, what I like, you're really self-aware. So ah, that's, that's something I that's noticed. Yeah. You're, you know, like... Like you're, you're 21 and you, you already are very self-aware. I wasn't self-aware at 21. Oh, how high level. I'm 26. That's nice, man. 26. Because even you're aware that ads come up on your phone. You're aware that yeah, I mean, obviously. The first and thing that I told you about Nick was who he worked for. Yeah, yeah. So I, 
you think that's a, like a good skill to have in life? Yeah, man. You, know, you always have to think like, how are people making money? You know, as in if your main goal is to make money, then you have to obsess about that. So how are people trying to make money? And nowadays it's by capturing your attention. So we're on Instagram and then they're selling ads to us and someone's selling ads and they're targeting you. They're targeting someone who's between like 20 and 28, someone who likes fitness, someone who follows these types of pages. So the reason you're seeing that is because you're in that group. And if you can tap into that, you know, like, man, you can make money nowadays in so many different ways. It's crazy. Like Some people still think you have to go to university and spend four years and it's, I think it's not a, a worthwhile investment unless you really, there's a profession that you want to do. Like you want to be a lawyer, a teacher, a doctor, any profession, an architect. If there's an actual profession that needs university, then go for it. But if you want to get into business, man, I think the stupidest thing you can do is an MBA, like where you learn economics and maths and you don't need to know that, you know? You just need to start, just start. Find a mentor if you can someone who's already doing what you want to do and follow from them and let them teach you and mentor you and then just start, you know? It's like most people just, they just never start. They keep thinking, you know, keep thinking, I need to learn, I need to learn. I know so many people like this. Like they keep saying, oh, this week I'm learning Facebook ads. And then it's like, okay, you, like a month goes by. Have you started? Like you're, you're, you're doing well? Uh, no, man, you know, Facebook ads wasn't for me. You know, I'm learning like SEO. And it's like, all right, another month, two months, three months go by. Yeah, man, now I'm trying dropshipping. It's like, dude, just start one thing and just try it. And if you stay consistent, whatever it is you set your mind to, you can do it. You just have to stay consistent, like, do you, you know? Do you think that uh, this mentality could have helped you when you started Shopify? Because you had started it, you said, and you stopped. I didn't have enough knowledge, man. I was young, bro. I was 17, and I didn't know, I didn't know how to edit at all. And I didn't have money to pay an editor. So I was editing, but they were like... What did you say the clothes it was? No, so I did two stores. The first time I sold watches. And um, those watches, they, they were good. I tried to do the, the free and just pay shipping. You know that? that okay. Oh, yeah, really so I went on YouTube, those. you know, you search the whole so thing. Like $20 for shipping. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> I, had, I, I made one sale, bro. It was to India. And um, the fuck up was, then I got a chargeback. Like, for some reason, it was like 20 euro. So I, I put it in the back of my head, like... I had to accept something from PayPal, accept the payment. And I didn't accept it for like two weeks. And they sent it back to him, man. You know? And then I, I emailed him and he's like, I'm not interested anymore. Basically, I was just an idiot, man, back then, you know? I didn't really understand how the business worked. But it was a, a really great stepping stone to learn, you know, that you really, like, side hustles don't really exist. You have to really set your mind to something if you want to make it work. So do you believe in, in passive income? No. No, I don't. I think when you get to a level, it's more passive, obviously, because you have a team under exactly, you. Yeah. But it's still active. You know, you still have to have skin in the game. If you don't, then it's just it's it's people go walk over you mm. exactly, and you don't really know what's going on, and then you can't scale it further. You know. So before you mentioned um, having a mentor and having a mentor being important, do, do you or did you have a mentor? Um, that I had, had you a, a very good friend. His name's Sasha. And uh, at the beginning, he, he got me into YouTube, you know, because I was trying Shopify and I tried fucking Amazon and I tried eBay and so many different things. But then he was telling me about YouTube and how, you know, when he was at school, he was doing well for himself. 
And I just kept pestering him like, please teach me. What do you do? How do you do it? And uh, one day he told me. And man, when he told me, like, I went home and that night, like, I couldn't sleep, man. I was turning around in bed thinking, holy shit, like, I could do this, But you know? he told you what? Did he tell you what you had to do or did he just, like, give you a pep talk on what? No, he told me, like, the type of, like, what can make money and the type of money uh, he can yeah. make, you know? And I was like, what the hell? I couldn't believe it, man, you so know? So the first initial reaction was, like... Like, I'm this doing is possible, this. exactly. Like, this is possible. It was proof of concept, man. I never met someone who actually was doing it, you know? Like, you see people on YouTube talk about, I make this and I make that. You don't even know if they're really telling the truth and if they make their money from selling courses or actually doing what they say they do. But this guy was my best friend from childhood and he actually was doing it, you know? He was at school making more money than the teachers. So I was like, what the hell? I need to start this. So then it was just always in my head, and then I just I started straight away, like the next day, just grinding on it. Started my first channel. Um, so h- how many views did your first video get? Zero, bro. Zero. <laughs> Literally zero. Like you see real time views, zero <laughs> views, and it's just depressing. You're like, what the hell, man? How is this gonna scale? But eventually, man, the way YouTube works, why it's so exciting, is because you can have one video that just pops off, like from one day to the next, literally. It could be you just post a video you and it has like 10 views. One day you go to sleep, you wake up and it has 50,000. And then it's just a snowball because then you get subscribers that watch other videos and, and then that video promotes another video and then you just grow this, this channel and this, this subscriber base. And attention is the new oil, man. You know, that's really what they say. Attention is the new oil. And if you can garner people's attention nowadays, you can really make a a sick amount of money man you know like it's it's crazy the potential so wh- when you started out um all right so your first video didn't get any views and then you kept grinding at it and then eventually obviously you started getting traction yeah were you doing type of content that you like because i think a big problem today is some people are stuck doing content that they don't like but that gets a lot of views and then they end mm. up being exhausted and they end up yeah or you know the story a lot of YouTubers. Oh, for sure, man, for sure. That's more like for a personality channel. When you're doing it for the money, at the end of the day, like a cash cow channel, they call them, like what I do. I mean, you don't really have to love the type of content, but I still like the type of content, you know? It's stuff that, I sorry, I would watch and I would enjoy myself. So, so watching your videos back, because um, one important thing is how long you keep your viewers for, no? Yeah. In a video. Average view duration. Exactly. Um... Is it so when you when you post a video, is there a time limit where you see people already um, clicking off, or is there? So what makes someone watch the video till completion? Because now, as we said, with delayed gratification, no one wants to watch an eight minute video. Exactly. People want to watch fifteen seconds, exactly. seven and seconds, and video. that's the hardest part, man. And that's the hardest part. That's why, like, you have to you have to really think in the mind of like optimizing every single second, you know, and then. So your editing, first of all, has to be really good, you know? Either you learn editing, which is what I would recommend people to do, because at the beginning you don't have money to start, so you have to do everything yourself. But you learn editing, and then you can hire an editor, but it's you really have to look at every second of footage and every minute that goes by and try to make it as engaging as possible, you know? There's pop-up text, chopping it up, speeding it up, just try to go with Gen Z's attention span. As soon as it gets a second of boring, boom, you cut it onto the next thing. And that's what makes a good video, and that's why attention is the new oil, because it's so valuable nowadays. And then how you make money from that is advertisers are 
you know, ads are placed on YouTube, which I'm sure you guys have seen the unskippable ads. <laughs> 15 seconds, you're like, fuck it, let me just skip it. No, ad block, ad block. No one makes, no YouTuber makes money. No, from man, ad 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 just blur that word out. <laughs> something, add, add something, I don't know what you said. Cut it out, cut it out. So, yes, so if someone had to come up to you, mm. I'll come up to you and say, Fab, this YouTube grind really, really something for me. I think I really want to get started. How do I get started? What's the first thing I want to do? I need to do to get started. So what's base level step one? Uh, buy my course. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, 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 I would genuinely like to get into a course, selling a course and mentorship. Really? So if people are interested and I see there's a demand for it, then I'll, I'll go for it definitely. Because I feel like there's a lot that I can, you know, help people to get out of. It's a business that not a lot of people know and it has huge upsides. So I, I could help a lot of people. But to answer your question, where do you start from? I would say the first thing is look at what's getting views on YouTube. Something that you don't have to show your face, you know? I mean, unless you want to show your face, like then it's fine. You know, if you're like super good looking and charismatic, <laughs> then just go for it, you know? Check, check. <laughs> exactly, you're good, you're good. Um, but otherwise, look at what's garnering views. Like right now, there's a guy called Sonny V2 on YouTube. I don't know if you guys I have ever seen his videos. Right. Is it, wait, is it this guy's popping off, man. Not the medical guy. Jamie? Who's doing like... Um, no, he does like the rise and fall of Shane Dawson. Or like... Okay, know, all right. Yes, yes, I've watched. And I've they're, watched. they're all faceless. And there's, it's all like stock footage and like graphs. What's his name? Sunny V2. Sunny V2. And this guy is making like multiple six figures a month. Okay. You know, like he's caked up. And he, he doesn't show his face. No. All right. So, but and this is just an example of a channel, and there are many channels like this that people they don't show their face and they make a bomb of money. You know, so look at a video that's already garnering views on a channel, uh, the type of content, establish the type of content that you would like, and then learn editing, man. Learn editing, learn writing, all that. I would say number one is editing. I mean, unless you have money to invest, then you can hire an editor. But I would say learn editing is number one. So for 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 the sake of people even watching, like you have, uh, all right, you have a cash cow YouTube channel, and yours is based on entertainment, right? Yeah. Okay. And how would you describe your channel? Like, what is it about? Like, if I were to subscribe to your YouTube channel, yeah, so basically sell it to me. Why should I subscribe without even knowing what it is? Yeah. So the name I prefer not to say because just for personal reasons, like it gives me for creative freedom. Tax and evasion. <laughs> 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 I can I can keep it as a business, you know, separate from me and. So it's like you, you touch all the masses without all the backlash, you know? You're not tied down to a certain name or... And exactly, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it just gives me... And I'll, I'll wake up to like 500 copycats, you know, of the same yeah. channel. It's It just gets annoying. So the name, I prefer to keep it low-key. But the type of content that I produce right now, it's everything from top tens to like funny compilations and that sort of thing. So script writing. Mm -hmm. I was going to ask that. Um, uh, you write your own scripts? Do you pay someone? Do you use... At the beginning, I did write them myself. And now I, start have, to finish. I have a writer. Yeah, yeah. All right. And uh, all right. with the new wave of uh, AI, and do you think it, it's more hostile, the way to write a new script? Or is it ideal to still write your own scripts and then possibly use other tools? It depends. I mean, because ChatGPT, you really have to like figure out a good prompt to give it. You know, you can't just write about... Or like, you can't import an MP4, a video, and tell it to write about this video, you know? You'd have to give it a subject. But yes, if you, it, it can definitely help you. You know, if you're trying to make a video on like uh, the 10 ways 
to make money online, something like that, that's faceless. You can ask ChatGPT to give you an outline and then you build on that outline. And ChatGPT is really good because you can like tell it to add humor or like make it more sarcastic, make it shorter, make it longer. So that can definitely help you in the script creation process. But at the end of the day, you still have to polish it yourself because it's, you, it's you need AI to add the human not that exactly. good yet. You need you know? human touch. How, how was it in the beginning? So you said you edited yourself, you script wrote yourself. How was it in the beginning to actually write your own scripts like is that something you enjoy or is it something like that no I, I hate that man i hate that like i i think i'm, I'm quite good at writing you know like i'm uh, i have an eye for what's good you know uh, like or i don't know how would you say it not an the creative eye. writing yeah yeah uh, I'm, I'm, I'm creative you exactly. know i can i can tell a good story you know so i was decent at writing but i just didn't enjoy the process like just sitting down and actually getting to start writing, it's 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 annoying, man. It wasn't for me. So that was the first thing I tried to outsource, but it was the most difficult thing to find someone with my style, you know. Yeah. And so now, now are you outsourcing that part of, of? Yes, yes. Now I have a writer. So you found someone who you think does a good job at like exactly. basically replicating. And I found someone you. that's better than me. You ah, know? Okay. Like that's the most important thing is, you, if you have a business, you can't be the brain and everyone else is under you and they're just feeding off one brain you need to hire people that are smarter than you so then you're a culmination of all the brains you know if you have three smart brains then it's you know you're compounding it by three if it's one brain and he's hiring two people and all they do is just implement his vision it's it's not as good you know? it's not translating well on on camera on products exactly. so and, and you can't scale as far okay you know? there's always someone better than you like you just have to find these people and pay them well enough and will it reach a point where you do nothing? Well, I mean, I don't think I ever wanted to reach that point because it's boring, you know? What am I going to do? Like, sit on the beach? <laughs> like, fuck that, you know? I want to, like, be hands-on. And, and it's fun. Like, it's exciting, you know, seeing the the views and seeing what you're creating go online and make you money. And it's, like, I always want to be involved in it, you know? And how big is your team now? Uh, it's four people now. Okay. And yeah. are you one of the members of the team or...? Yeah, no, n now I, I basically, like, manage it all, you know, okay. so, but until very recently, man, like, that's the hardest thing for me was going from being the creative, you know, that it was all my vision to letting go and hiring people. That was, like, the biggest bottleneck. But are, are they still, so, walk me to the process for a video idea. Is it something that you come up with? Is it something that the yeah, writer comes yeah, up yeah. with? Yeah, so that, for me, to come up with video ideas is quite easy because I've had skin in the game for a while and I know what works and what doesn't. And you can really just replicate what's already working you know like there's always room for the best no matter what video you see if you think you can make a better one then go for it you know and you can you, you'll be successful in that niche whatever it is it all comes down to then storytelling i think everyone exactly, has their own version there are some it. videos man they get millions of views and they're so shit like you think i could literally just make this video like 10 times better but why is that you think is it just because of the topic that they're talking about or is there no, man, i think just some like some people are just not that creative. They're not that good, you know, like, or they have like teams that just, they just pump out auto-generated content, but it's something ex exciting, you know, like top 10 most expensive houses. And you'll find a video with like stock footage and boring text, but it has like 5 million views. And if you can make the same video, but with, you know, drone shots and pop-up text and more visual effects and sound effects and a crisp voiceover and a nice script, you can like take over this guy, you know, like whatever the channel and that video and all the views. Hmm. So, and is it important to be the best or the first? 
the best. The, the best, first, the best. The, being the first, make a difference. Being the first, you're gonna make money in the short run. But when you're the best, you'll make money in the long run. You know, you I have more longevity. When you're first, you're giving, you're showing people, you're showing other people the weak points in what you did or maybe what yeah. could have been improved, and then they are kind of exploiting that to get better than yeah. you and get ahead. Basically, it's I think the best case scenario would obviously be first and best, mm. but that's hard, you know, because then there are people with more brains into the. Exactly, but you don't need, you don't really need to be first in business, you know. Like even if you do something locally or whatever it might be, you can go abroad and find like just even like a restaurant, man, like a different type of concept, and you bring it down to Malta or wherever you live, and just make it better, you know, or bring a concept down. You never need to be first; you just need to be the best. And I think that's that's how you can make a lot of money like that. And with the with YouTube, obviously, comes lots of money. I'm guessing not immediately. Yeah, after a, does after that, a while. Yeah, exactly. Does that change your perspective on? Uh, did it change anything? Did the money change anything, or were you already? Yes, man. I always wanted to make money. You know, to have like a bit of freedom. You know, just to be able to, like, when you go out to eat, you don't really need to look at the price. You know, you want to get to a level, wh- or at least I wanted to get to a level where it's, y- you're more relaxed, you know? Like they say, does money buy happiness? It buys freedom, you know, and choices, which in turn, in my opinion, drive more happiness because you feel more relaxed, more free. They alleviate a lot of stress. You know, money really alleviates stress. So if you can make good money, then, you know, money doesn't buy happiness, but not having money definitely makes you unhappy my opinion when you if you're really poor you know so did you do you think you reached a point now where you don't stress about money or where you have choices i'm blessed which i can say yes i have but i mean i still want to take it to you know another level like so and how much is how much money is too much money for you uh, there's never too much money <laughs> never too much money <laughs> but i think at a point there's like to make to get to that level your team needs to be so big that then it it becomes stressful and then there's a lot of stress d- man do you think that you have to have a bigger team to make more money just because I've been reading for the past few months about like one one person companies that make millions. So for example, there's this guy that I don't remember his name. The Indian guy, no, he makes 20 million. I saw that story. Uh, no, I don't know if this is a yeah, one employee. No, no one employees. No employee company. This I guy made that. a Chrome plugin, like some Chrome plugin or something that, that's paid or has, I don't know what it has exactly. And he's a millionaire. He just yeah. did like one really good Chrome plugin. Mm. And he just became a billionaire. A, a millionaire. He has no employees at all. Just him and the name yeah. of his company. But he probably can't scale it very far if it's just him. Like I think there's a cap. If you're a one-man show, I mean, you can make fucking great money, like you know. But then it depends where you want to take it, like you know. If you want to make ten million a year, you definitely need a team. You know, it depends what level you want to get to. So, so rolling back on. What when you started making your first money on YouTube? What was that like for you? So, what was your first paycheck on YouTube? My first paycheck is was like nine hundred euro. Your first paycheck was hundred yeah. euro. Well, okay. Yeah. My first day, man, I got monetized. It was I made two hundred forty euro in a day. I was like, holy shit! I was I was at the gym, man, and it, that felt like passive income because I was at the gym. I was li- I remember I was doing biceps. And I was thinking, <laughs> holy shit! Right now, I'm making money. Like, that concept was crazy to me. I wasn't working for someone or selling my time. It was a video I had posted months ago, and it finally hit the algorithm, and so I finally got monetized. it was already posted for a few months, and then it just Yeah, yeah and then randomly it just randomly blew up. And I was wow. at the gym, and I was thinking, what the hell, man? Like, I'm, I'm a fucking Saudi prince, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It felt so good. Oil money. Exactly. <laughs> 
and how long did it take you to actually get monetized? Because I think you have to go through a process, right? A I don't year, remember man. what it was like. A, f- a year. A year, yeah. I spent the first year making no money. You know, I was posting a, a lot of videos. So what's it like? You have to have, I think, 1K subs and certain watch hours, and right? And 4,000 watch hours. 4,000 yeah, watch hours. That roughly translates to around 50,000 views. But now they created a new thing with shorts. There are YouTube shorts where you can go through shorts. You need 10 million short views. But obviously it has to be original content. So if you're doing something, if you're trying to recreate content but for shorts, which I think are the future, shorts are really going to pop off because YouTube now are starting a rev share. Um, I don't know if you guys are interested in this topic, but like, you know, TikTok, the way they pay their creators, it's a bit shit. You know, it's not, they don't pay them very much. They have like this pool of money where they pay to the top creators and so some like the same with vine as well if you still remember vine that's what that's the yeah. they had as well like a creator fund because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what tiktok have but youtube are actually starting a rev share and uh, it's going to be 55 no i think it's going to be 45 and 55 55 percent to youtube 45 percent to the creator so you can post shorts and make money from those shorts like so from the ads i assume right? exactly they're going to implement ads in the short feed and i mean it's like definitely that tiktok creators are going to move over to youtube because if they can make double the money on youtube like who's not going to take it what's what's your opinion on tiktok is it damaging youtube in full length so now we're talking about like just tiktok versus full length videos on youtube is it is it damaging i think it has man a bit in my opinion it has a bit because like i was like i was speaking to some people the other day like i asked someone to search up like just search up a quick recipe and they went to tiktok and this really got me thinking. Like, they literally went to TikTok and they searched up a recipe. I was like, what the hell? Like, it was like how to make cookies or something like this. Something stupid, you know? Actually, if actually. I'm being honest, I do the same thing. <laughs> really? Because I, I prefer watching 15 seconds, give me all the ingredients. Yeah. Just show the me a, cl- a, 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 quick, a quick clip of him pouring it and boom. I already yeah. know what I have to do. Exactly. And then I just watch it over and over again, which gives them 100, yeah. 200, 300 percent view Attention. time, not just that's 15 odd percent the like average just percentage viewed exactly that's, and that's what makes videos go viral you know i watch there it more and more and more there was yeah. a researcher that um or there was a research paper published that showed a certain percentage of gen z are now using tiktok to search for things as opposed to google so even for example medical conditions they're just tiktoking <laughs> their symptoms instead yeah. of going to exactly to that's why i said i mean tiktok definitely like took some share from youtube but now youtube are starting shorts which they're really going ham on it and I think that it's going to change the game as well and get more people onto YouTube, back onto YouTube. YouTube ha- have been there for a very, very, very long time. and For the OGs, man. They, of they content, have a like lot of experience. in Because like, if you look at Facebook, Facebook has been there for a while, but before Facebook, well before Facebook it was like MySpace and High Five. Mm-hmm. And now Facebook is going into a bit Facebook's dying a bit. I think yeah. YouTube's here but to YouTube stay. YouTube has always been so popular and so like... Yeah, YouTube's like the top dog, man. It's amazing. Yeah, like even, like, even creators like you, they're always... Um, they're always saying how good it is and all of that. Like you, you never see a Facebook creator <laughs> praising Facebook basically because you don't see it anymore. People yeah. post to Facebook what they post to other social medias. I mean, it's just a place where they can get an older audience, but I guess. There was a time where, you know, Corinna Koff, she started Facebook live streams because Facebook were paying her a fuck ton of money yes. to do content on Facebook because I think she did Twitch first or something. Um, and... I think it was quite shit to be honest because I don't think she does it anymore. Let's start from there. I mean, we know what she's doing now. But <laughs> Speaking of Corinna, exactly. <laughs> what do you think about OnlyFans? Well, OnlyFans, man, it's a cash cow. It's crazy. <laughs> if I was a woman with big jugs, the first thing I'd do. <laughs> 
But you don't have to be a woman with big jugs. No, it's true. But you I post feel like pictures feel like of your feet. Yeah, but they would make the most amount of money. They do, you know. It's it's a fact. Like the women and but big okay, does age make a difference as well? Because for example, when Bad Baby turned eighteen, everyone started subbing to her. Yeah, only fans. I mean, with like sexual preference. I mean, everyone's different. I don't really know. That's not my field, you know. But I think it's crazy, man. The amount of money some some people make on 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 OnlyFans, like multiple millions a month. Uh, what what I can't understand is like how much people are ready to spend on OnlyFans. Yeah, like porn's free, man. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> but maybe they have certain requests, I guess. Certain, yeah, man. No, crazy. Don't, I don't sound like an expert. You <laughs> Have you ever subscribed to all of them? No, I haven't actually. No, 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 I, will, I will hook up a lie detector right now. Yeah. You can, you can. Yeah. I have never <laughs> paid. Beeping. No, beep, beep, beep. This guy is capping. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's be honest. When brothers post their free two-day trial, I used to, <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to generate. Now. I used to generate a fake email. <laughs> oh my god, bro! <laughs> then I type a random password yes. just for one time. <laughs> And then you get to watch not the one minute version, you watch the, the yeah. 30 minute no, version, and you're like, <gasps> I did that once. Like, I was probably like 16. I'm the, like, Pornhub had a like one week free trial for Valentine's Exactly, exactly. Those are scams. And I'm man. like, I'm like let's, like, let's see what this, what's, what's all about. Like, you know, you see, always oh, see the banners, like, click here, get premium. Exactly, know, HD, exactly. HD, this, that. Like, let's see what it's all about. And then you just go in, man, and just the same videos. Or those <laughs> games, man, a quiet little town. <laughs> 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 Or everybody in this town are fucking. <laughs> exactly. No, no, it's like, no, I think those are scams. When I was younger, I, I, I tried to click on one, you know? And so then you it's won't like last more than 30 <laughs> seconds playing this game. Exactly. Exactly. Man. Uh, I, I assume that they say that. I, I, I've never watched. <laughs> From the research, the minimal research I've done. The research, yes, yes, yes. yes. For this podcast, yes, obviously, <laughs> you know, we need to branch in all aspects of life. Wait, what was your question to him? It was about... Now, what do you think about OnlyFans? Okay. Yeah. Malt has been making waves in the OnlyFans space. Yeah, man. I think some girls are doing well. And you think mm. the idea of more the Maltese culture being so everyone knows each other, people are more judged in Malta, and yeah. it can't that's be taken. I think that's ever like okay, not ever. But it can't be taken to a bigger scale in Malta. Mm. That's it's the thing. That's the thing. Like then. The Local girls are competing like on international level. It's <laughs> like so if yeah. if they want to grow, they're competing with Corinna Cole, for example. Like, yeah, I mean, not to say that in a bad way to anyone locally, <laughs> no, no, but no. That, that's the truth. Like, I think, for example, Corinna, the way she got success was just because she had a huge fan base. Yeah, and first of all, through David Dobrik, man, <laughs> that yeah. guy built so many careers. You know, whatever that's people so think about him, whether he's cancelled or not, or whatever he's doing, man, that guy built up so many people's careers. Even Jeff Whittick, I think. He has David to thank at in in the beginning, you know. And he does, so but I think. So many people from from there. But mm. but then Jeff is doing things like he's doing really good things for himself. Yeah, he's very no, creative. Yeah. Out mm. and exactly. I mean his personality is amazing. Like his his character, he's like a super entertaining guy. So obviously then people are gonna watch him. But you also see like so okay, he made a lot of careers for people, and a lot of people actually just dropped off. So that kind of shows. Like if people actually have it in them or not. So okay, like Jeff was really good. Colin was really good. Um, uh, what's the name of the the old guy? Um, uh, Mike. <laughs> the Jason. old guy. Jason Nash. <laughs> Jason Nash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the ones that we actually know and are familiar with is because they actually had it in them to continue that success. But then there's a lot of people that actually just drop off and no one hears about again. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah. the other thing, man, the way we like, everyone has a different perspe- perception of people. Like the way I see you might be completely different to way to the way he sees you, or like the way you see Jason Nash is like the old guy. Like that, that that's his image in your head. No, but that's that's what he plays. That's what he plays. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Oh, but yeah. I mean, even in everyday, like not just celebrities and famous people, like everyone has a different perception of everyone. You know, what does it matter, sort of, how you present yourself? But okay, with that question, mm. do you have one character to stick to everyone, or do you s- sort of no, twist man, and tweak? You, you have to adapt. No, you definitely have to adapt. Exactly. And, and, and people who don't understand that, I, like, you're not being fake. You're just adapting to the situation. You know, there are some people that they you have to have different types of conversations with them. Which going back to like keeping your circle with people that you want to. That are gonna better you, you know. But sometimes you have to like dumb it down to some guys, man. All you have to talk about, whoa, man, look at that girl, like, wow, you see how hot she is, like, you know, it's like stupid. Empty, empty conversation. Exactly, exactly. But sometimes you have to dumb it down because that's what they want to talk about, you know. But then if you surround yourself with people that want to better themselves, you have more mm. interesting conversations. But answering your question, yes, I, I personally do adjust with who I'm speaking with, you know, my, my character or personality. I mean, the base is always the same, but like. It depends who you're speaking to. So the type of conversation you would have, for example, or, or the way you present yourself, uh, you, you dumb down, you mean? Oh, man, you see, like, you gauge what kind of person you're speaking to. Like, if I'm speaking to, I mean, you know, like, some people, you can't have these types of conversations with them. You know, it's, it's just, like, they don't like it. Is it background? Is it philosophy? Is it what they want in life? I think just everyone's Mixture. different, you know? Like, you, nothing's right or wrong, but... You adjust to who you're speaking to to make sure. And I think, man, you can just, like, the best thing is making other people feel good, in my opinion. You know, like, when you make someone else feel good, like, just give a compliment or, like, talk about what they want to talk about. I think that's something that I always do. Like, no matter who I'm speaking to, I always try to make them talk about themselves. You know, make them talk about themselves. That's actually true, and I heard it many times before, and that works to my benefit because I'm technically, or I'm usually the one that likes to just listen. Mm-hmm. It, it does work well, but then the problem that you have is that you are always outspoken if you're going to exactly. kind of stick to that. And it's tiring, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So I was actually seeing something last, I don't know, I don't, I don't know what YouTuber it was, but he was being like, he was saying like, um, every room you go into, you should be the loudest person in there. So it's kind of the opposite of what you're saying, but just because mm. he wants to show authority and he wants to show that he's yeah. the top G. But then, I mean, it depends. Like, I don't think people are going to like you if you're the loudest person in the room all the time. If you have something to say that's very interesting, yes. Uh, I think like it depends on your goal, on your mm-hmm. your your end goal, basically. What's your end goal with this person? Is, is it so for the person to like you? Do you want oh, to just to make them feel good, like, you know, make them come out of this conversation happier. Like, I think that's always the goal, like, no matter how trivial the conversation is, if you make them feel good about themselves or t- make them talk about what they want to talk about or talk about themselves, especially, like, men, man, like, men don't really speak about themselves or express their feelings a lot so when you can speak to another guy and you really tell them like bro like how are you feeling or what are your goals and these deep conversations some guys are like whoa like who is this guy asking me these questions like they never even think about it or like manifestation man i think that's so important like everything i've ever done is because i thought about it in the past and i put myself in this like future thought and then work towards it you know like become that person that you want to be 
All right. Before we continue on manifestation, to what Nick said. So if you're lo- the loudest, per- what I see it as, if you're the loudest person in the room, mm. I think it's a good basis to establish yourself. So you're the loudest person when you enter the room. Mm-hmm. So people know who you are and you, you establish a certain level of respect. I yeah. guess. Can I add to that? I, think, I don't think you have to be the loudest person in the room. I think you have to just show your energy. Exactly. You know? And you don't need to be loud to show your energy. You can just bring a vibe. Like There are some dudes like or, like, or just people in general, they'll walk into a room and you just feel the energy. Like, fuck, this guy's a cool guy, man. You know? And if you can establish that and people feel your energy and your energy is good, then that's how you establish your dominance or whatever. Like you just, you, you have good energy, you know? And people feel it. Is it how you dress? Is it what skincare routine you have? Is it <laughs> no, I think it's really just how you talk, man. Literally. You know? So you just walk in, but the first impression is lost. Ah, okay, basically. okay. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. how your dress does make a difference. No, for sure, man. How you smell sure. makes a difference. For sure. How your hairstyle. I think this is so important. Like, these are the basics. Like, I mean, some people don't even think about those. You think they, they're they, ignored? But they think they're cool. Like, oh, as if I care, man. When it's like, if you want to better yourself and take yourself to another level in society and in life, you have to care. You have to care about personal hygiene, how you look, how you dress, go to the gym, smell good, make sure you're, you're always, you know, clean shaven or what, whatever it is as a man. I don't know about women, that, that's something different. But as a man, like, if you dress well and you feel good all the time, you're going to have more confidence. And then your energy is going to be better, you know? And you walk into a room and you demand more respect. You know, just basic things like your posture, keeping your head held high and... All this thing, I th- all this type of stuff, I think. So that yeah. translates to a good glow up to... Exactly, man. Even a pro- probable life change or... Exactly. A different path you take through life, no? Exactly, no. I think the gym, man, as well, is like a really, really good place to start for all men. Like, it doesn't, you don't have to become a bodybuilder. But if you just start training, it tells you, it teaches you that anything you set your mind to, you can do it. You know, like you can go from the skinniest guy or the chubbiest guy to becoming really fit and seeing your body in the mirror change like day after day and month after month, year after year is really inspiring. It's like, holy shit, I did this. My past self did this, you know, like then you look at yourself and you're like, wow. So you ch- it, it's like proof of concept that you can invest in your future and you can create anything you want to do. Whatever you set your mind to, you can do it. And it's the same with business, with love with life with anything you know all right so with the gym mm. seeing results isn't very easy no um if i had to come up to you oh i want to start at the gym i've been going after three weeks i wasn't feeling it i stopped again i have no idea what i'm doing when i'm at the gym yeah what, what do you tell these people to do for example what how do you get, tell them to get started how do you tell them to continue or how building up exactly how to keep motivation as well this is just buy my course <laughs> <laughs> no no but even for, for oh, example no. we, we want to rev share from that actually <laughs> <laughs> we all created a, just a, a lifestyle course no no i think the first step is just research you know you have to you have to do some research and research doesn't have to be boring just watch some videos about like full body workout routine, learn a bit about diet, you know, your calories in versus calories out. You know, this is like basic stuff, but you can learn this stuff and realize that your body's a machine, man. Like you can lose weight like this and gain weight just as easily. It's literally all about calories in, calories out and the right exercise, you know. Um, you were, you were, I remember you at school, you weren't the biggest person, you were on the skinny side rather than the fat yeah, side. Yeah, no, I was super skinny. And that was the first thing that I started to kind of better myself, you know. So picking up the fork was one of them. 
exactly exactly because exactly. it's it's not yeah. if you're used to eating just one meal a day yeah getting into the mindset of eating two three four meals a no, day man, but even when you're skinny like and you're naturally skinny you could be eating four meals a day but All like right. your genetics you're just a skinny guy so then you have to eat like eight meals a day man i used to like go to bed and like throw up before sleeping like i was obsessed with the gym when i was younger now i've transferred that into like business and i really want to grow the business so i'm not as obsessed with the gym i just train to be healthy and and eat well to feel good but when i was younger man i was really obsessed like that was that was everything i wanted to do you know i wanted to be bigger and and get more respect and more confidence so i i used to do everything in my like uh everything possible to become bigger and so was the gym a translation to how you present yourself in the business and how you speak to people it gave me confidence man exactly. you know 100% like and i think confidence is the most important uh character trait you can possess You and know, when you speak to someone, guy. exactly. When you speak to someone, and for example, this is what I think. This now, this sounds really stupid. Say it, say it. But when when I'm really confident speaking to someone, or when I'm a bit laid back on how to speak to someone, I'd say with first impression, I can beat this guy up. <laughs> or no, I'll, I lo- I'll lose if I take right him on a fight with men that's what <laughs> creates like tension in the room when you both think that you could take each other on you think like, so that's when you like clashy so what mm. I don't know does man. everyone think about it like that or is I it think, well, I never think about like fighting man no I think like fucking dudes that all they think about is fighting like you see them in Portugal and they go to clubs and shit but that's aggressive, a different man. exactly that's a different story like, but Bro, just like let's just be happy, man, and all, like, be more positive and better ourselves. These guys that all they do is go to Portugal and pick fights and fucking, they think they're so cool, man. Like that's not really not important. If you take that energy and you put it into bettering yourself, then I think you're gonna m- much further than just strictly like alpha male type shit, you know. Mm. <laughs> that's food for it. no, no. I- <laughs> All right, so someone. No, no, but your perspective makes sense. Like I get it on a base level, man. If you think about it, we're like, we're primitive, man. You know, if you see someone who's six foot seven, like cavemen times, bro. Exactly. That's what. Like they used to like, ooh, ooh, and you just see a, a, the bigger the the guy's bigger than you. Ooh, you have like more respect for that guy. Exactly. Like five thousand years ago, you know what I'm saying? When we were living in caves and shit. But no, I think it's more important being an intellectual weapon. Exactly, man. I think. Yeah, yeah. And, and is it more important to be an intellectual weapon or an academic weapon? That's deep, huh? Because <laughs> people are at certain groups prioritize being better in school mm. rather than being better outside school. Yeah. But you're not going to be in school all your life. Yeah. So carrying out conversations on the playing field, so when you're outside and playing, to, I mean, they're not going to translate from books. Yeah, if you're gonna have a fight, you're gonna sort it. If I he fouled me and there's no people watching, you <laughs> have to stick up for yourself. <laughs> exactly, no, for sure. And I think I think lack of experience. For example, being homeschooled. Do you agree with with homeschooling? Maybe. Mm, I don't know, man. I think school. The best thing about school is really like making friends. I guess the social aspect of it. You know, exactly learning to be confident and speaking to 
guys and girls and teachers and then you learn respect with the teachers and what happens when you get in trouble like they keep you in after school so then they're taking up your time and it's not what you want to do which translates into the real world you know if you commit a crime the police come to take you so school is really like a dumbed down version of society you know they they teach you the basics of society and you really learn how to communicate with people and that's what it's really useful for in my opinion not like just the subject. So do you agree with um, the, I think right now, legally it's like until 16, right? I, it's still... Go to school. Exactly. No, so for, sure, for sure. I think until 16, 100%. Like, even if you're learning stuff that you think is bullshit, like algebra that you're never going to use, you know, you have a calculator on your phone, it's still important because you're like working out your brain. You know, when you're doing these big sums, it's like a brain workout. I think it's very important because it disciplines you as exactly, well. Exactly, and discipline. No, exactly. Because, okay, you don't want to do it, you don't know how to do it, but you're problem solving. So it's like kind yeah. of setting yourself up for the future, investing your investing in yourself for the future, like you were saying as well. Exactly. I, I agree with that a lot. But I think what you um, won't agree with is the way education is taught in schools, because you mentioned it briefly before as well. Like The education system right now, like you were saying, I don't think is it's behind, man. It hasn't caught up to the times for sure. And is it? Is there a reason for that? I don't know, man. I think unis are a business. You, you think know? they want to keep us dumb? No, no, no. Definitely not. It's just a business. Like, well, I mean, that's that's uh, an, that's another aspect. Like, do they want to keep you an employee and working for the government? And exactly. And, and of course, because yeah. But I think the 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 thinkers of the world are always gonna break out of that. You know. Even if you go to university, like if you really want to make something and you're a, a, a deep thinker, you create something else. They can't, they're not going to like enslave you. Like this idea of like uni's trying to enslave you. I don't really believe in that. Because if, if you really have the willpower not to be enslaved and you want to create something for yourself, then you will, you know. Hit it. What's your, what's your profit like monthly? Monthly, about 50k a month. 50k. Okay. Yeah. After that's after you pay. I mean, expenses. is the tax man watching? <laughs> <laughs> Depends. Uh, and are you Maltese or are you from a Caribbean what? island where you don't pay tax? <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Cyprus. <laughs> and man's, man's done his research. Yeah, man's done his research. Yeah, Cyprus is sick, man. It's one percent tax if you're a business. One percent. I think Estonia have something as well. Estonia, if you register, because Estonia you can register. Um, online like you can register your company online you don't even need to go there yeah and um i think their taxes something like cyprus as well like one percent and then dubai man i really want to move to dubai man really Zero taxes it's crazy for me i think that's the next step moving, moving away because like if you think about it the money you make like to make that extra money you'd have to really scale up your content and if you can just save on taxes but then obviously dubai is so expensive like i went recently man and it's how is that this was sick, man. Crazy experience. I went skydiving, man. Just like, well, th- do you think you can live there actually? Because okay, you go there, do skydiving, do jet skiing, go on these boats, yachts. But do you can you actually live there? Do you feel like it's yeah, livable? man? Because then you settle down, you know. You get again going back to routine. Why it's so important? Then you'd need a routine because when you're going when you go abroad, like on holiday, every day is different. But that gets tiring, man. Like, every day you have to do something different. Sometimes you just want to, like, chill out, man, you know? Like, every day I, used, I have to see this today. I have to do this. I have to do that. But when you live there, you can just, you know, you wake up. You'll have, 
you get a car like or you rent one or whatever you can go to the gym and you can come back get your work done you know do what you need to do and then at night you can go out and enjoy dubai like i think that's where i would see my life going you know that would be a good quality of life all right with youtube now that i mean do people know that you're making um that amount of money except no, the tax no. man <laughs> yeah the, the tax man knows and he takes a, a, a big chunk uncle timmy <laughs> does does how much you make affect um for example certain relationships with your friends with girls with people around you does it, um, do people's perceptions change when they, they know how much you make yeah they i mean that's why my circle right now is really really tight like it's really close you know i meet the same people and i meet them often and they're really good people you know and i know that they like me for me and not for the money you make as that or even bro i mean i don't even make that much compared to what's possible out there i want to take it to a much higher level that's the percept the per- the perspective you have yeah because for example for our teachers would be 50 no as that and i and, and i mean this in a way that like it's always exciting to look to the next thing but I, i feel like you know if you set your mind to it you can do anything no matter what position you're in right now you can take it to the next level and you always have to look at the next level as in if that's your goal you know all right where does fabio go from here next year five years ten years what do you want the message to older fabio to be um well i want to get into like teaching people you know like i want to spread this knowledge you know i think i have a lot to give and help people create a business on youtube I think this could be a, a really good thing to help people get out of their situation or start a side hustle that is, I don't really believe in side hustles, but make a bit of extra money. And then if they really like it, go all in and make it a, a career or a business, whatever. Um, and I want to keep scaling, man, you know, like sky's the limit. I want to leave an impact, keep entertaining people with the videos that my team and I make and teach people how to make money on YouTube, you know, leave a, a positive impact. I think that's the... The most exciting thing is helping other people. It makes you feel good, so selfishly, you know. Five years from now, do you still see yourself creating YouTube channels? Yeah, yeah. So more YouTube channels, different content, I assume. Exactly. And like if all goes to plan, a proper team, you know, a proper team to handle everything. Because with the team I have right now, I need to expand much more to create more channels. Because this team runs one channel and one channel is quite hands-on, you know. But to create more, I just need more people. And uh, So starting a new channel now for you mm-hmm. would you create the same content so like would you be in the same entertainment niche or would you consider doing something completely different no, i think i'd pivot to something pivot. different you know so you have all you're in many different baskets and then you can reap all the benefits of different niches and if one goes up and one goes down then you have a really stable income do you feel like you're going to kind of st- start from scratch because it's a new niche like okay you're not in the entertainment niche anymore maybe you're doing i don't know automobile or something completely yeah. different but then i mean the beauty of, of business is when you have a bit of money you can hire experts you know so you can hire someone that already has um experience in a type of content or niche or a really skilled editor in this kind of video like a story or like uh, what i was telling you before like sunny v2 style you know if i had to start another channel um yeah And what would a message to younger you be or someone who's young watching this and saying, mm. oh, I really look up to Fabio right now. 
Probably. <laughs> be flattering. Um, no, I, I think man, this guy. This, this I watch YouTube every day. I know so much about YouTube videos. And I you can do it, man. You can do it. Anyone can do it, man. You just have to set your mind to it and really, really believe in yourself and believe that it's and enjoy it as well. I mean, if you really hate it, then it's not gonna work. But if you enjoy the art of creation, if you're like a creative individual, you can really make something out of it. Message to younger me, I think, would be keep going, you know, double down, like never, you know, stop, never think you're the shit, you know, always just keep going, keep your head down, keep grinding and protect your energy, man. Like, man, recently I've been thinking about this. So many people don't deserve your energy, you know, like you try to you go into rooms with people and you try to make them feel good and give them positive vibes and and help them. And some people really just like they're a black hole. They absorb your energy and give you nothing back. And then you go home feeling like, shit, man, like now I'm tired. And, and you just gave all your energy out without getting anything in return. But then when you meet people like you guys or like my close circle of friends that want to better themselves, then you share each other's energy and you bounce off each other and you can take it to the next level, you know? And you can really make something. So protect your energy, you know, see who you're spending time with. Is it worth it? And um, yeah, I like I this tell myself because always protect your energy, man. And you have good energy, bro. You know, you're a, you're a, you're a cool guy and you're, you you want to make people feel good as well. You're, you're that Definitely. kind of person, even you, you know. So, yeah, protect your energy and make sure you're giving it to the right people. That's what I would tell my younger self, because I spend so much time trying to make friends with these people, man. Even at school, like always trying to make friends and like, fuck a man, you know, if like they don't vibe with you, if the energy doesn't match, just you'll find other man. There's eight billion people in the world. The problem is when you're at school, it's like it's tight. It's always the same people. You see them every day. You think like if you don't get along with them, shit, like I'm gonna be lonely. But in the real world, there's so many people and you'll find people just like you. You know, depending what your goals are, if you want to better yourself, you'll find people just like you. You just have to keep looking and protect your energy and make sure you give it to the right people, you know. Some people, for example, wouldn't want... Some people have, the, uh, like Nick was saying, people have years for 10... Um, friends for 10 years plus, 20 yeah. years plus. Is that something which holds... That, that holds back people from expanding their limits, no? Mm -hmm. Because... I'm friends with you for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, whatever mm -hmm. the number is. Maybe our friendship should have ended 15 years ago, for example, long ago. Yeah. I don't want to hurt your feelings because I'm doing for, I'm doing law yeah. and you're doing hustling. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> hustling. I'm a used car salesman. <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> what you're doing and you don't understand what I'm yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. But we're still friends. Man, I mean, extent. like, don't be afraid to cut people out, you know? Yeah, if they're not fit for you at the time, like, just cut them out. You don't need to meet these people anymore. Like, the, find people who you really resonate with and your energy is the same, you know? So then you can take it to the next level. If you're constantly trying to adapt to other people and, like, it's not worth it. I think, like, you you had a very, very good point and, and um, I think more people need to hear it that you, people should conserve their energy for the right people. When when I was young, this I could never, and this was something that we spoke about in the beginning and it really resonates because this is something that I had to learn how to do. So when I was younger, I used to waste a lot of energy trying to, like you, did, trying to fit in because the conversations that people were having were not appealing to me, but mm. I, was, I didn't know what, maybe I thought I was antisocial, I thought yeah, I was yeah, just yeah, yeah. awkward, you think you're weird, I thought I'm really awkward, really weird. So I used to waste a lot of my energy trying to have the same conversations that people around me are having. And that really drained me. And I think even mentally it took a very big toll. So like imagine, imagine 
having a group of friends when they're talking about, like you were saying before, um, random shit that you really don't care about and things which isn't of uh, intellectual level and things that are yeah. not contributing to your growth, to your knowledge and all of that. And so I had to talk about like what we did. What did I do? Because <laughs> I had to, I had to. I'm a very observant person, so I'm just like you. What this? What yes, <laughs> I think it's a sign. You're it's taking, a sign. You're taking the Luminati. top G approach. It's <laughs> He's one of the, by his course as well. I think it's just comfortable. Hustler, man. Hustler like I've been doing this, and now people they keep telling me, "Oh, bro, you're like Andrew Tate, Stan." Like, <laughs> wait, wait. No, what is my trade of thought? Anyway, sorry, sorry, sorry. I cut you off. You Tom, see, don't, don't I, I'm easy. all over the place. You're just that guy. I'm, I'm that guy. I'm your average Joe. So. With that, um, I think it's very important for younger people to understand what you said because I think it does resonate a lot and it should resonate a lot because, again, mm-hmm. when I was younger, I was wasting my energy. I was feeling depressed because my friends were talking about this, this, and this. They were talking about football. <laughs> they were talking about things that I didn't like, but I had to learn to like for the sake exactly. of having conversation mm-hmm. with them. Try so to be their friends. Yeah. Exactly. So... Apart from that, what are some other things that you think are important for people to understand now that you've reached this level of where you're comfortable with who you are and you're very self-aware and all of that? Because I think it's important for maybe more people watching to kind of say, oh, yeah, I can relate to that. Oh, that's true. I know I'm passing through that now. Like, yeah. What are some other things that you've learned? I think, help? man, like um, to find yourself, it's going to take time, you know? But number one is always protect your energy. Number two is don't worry about what society puts pressure on like a lot of people say work-life balance you know and i feel like for the beginning when you're building there's not going to be work-life balance you're going to be grinding day after day after day but that grind is exciting but some people think in the back of their head shit i'm working too hard like i need to take saturday and sunday off no you don't like if you want to work saturday and sunday and like people are saying oh man you're working too much or this and that just keep doing what you're doing Because you need to have consistency, you know, and you need to continue to work, go with your instinct. Like if you Ah, feel like working, then work. Like even if you're working 40, 80 hours a week, just like if if you're good, just continue doing it, you know. You don't need to take these weekends off and work-life balance and this and that. Fuck that, man. Just grind and, and then eventually you'll get to where you want to be, you know. And then when you feel burnt out, then take a break. That's how I work personally. Like I grind till I can't anymore and then I take a break. I think for me, that's the, what has worked for me. Nothing's like if I say, okay, I'm always going to take a Sunday off. Some Sundays I'll really feel like working, you know, I'll have the itch and the creativity to work. And it's like, oh, no, today I can't work. So just give in to your natural feelings, I would say. Right, okay. Yeah. I mean, it depends. If your natural feelings are just lazy out all day, then don't. But as in, like, don't worry about this work life balance thing when, you're first start, when you first start building. Because even my, like, uh, a lot of people used to tell me, man, when I, was, when I first started YouTube, they'd be like, what are you doing, man? You're not getting that many views. You're always working. Like, even my parents, they didn't really understand it. You know, they were like, you're going to start making money. Like, I was a year in constantly making these stupid videos. And they were like, like what, what are you going to do with this? But then eventually it, it took off and then you can prove people wrong, you know? And yeah. uh, so do you think your parents weren't supportive of you? At the beginning, they just didn't understand it, you know. But now they do, so now it's great. And uh, that was so. Wait, now you do you live with your parents or no? Not. I anymore? still do. So I still do. do. Yeah, yeah. And um, how how did their perception change? I think it's just because they saw you actually making money at a point. 
Yeah, I mean, they saw me making money and being like loving what I was doing, you know. I never wanted to go to uni in the first place. I always wanted to start a business and do something that I was passionate about and that I saw a future in. And like waking up and being excited that you're building. Every day you're building like more views, more revenue, more this, more. It's so exciting, man, you know. I think it's the best thing, progress. Like not the end goal, not when you're looking back when you're 60 and you're worth however, you know, amount, whatever your goal is. And you look back and you think I've made it with a cigar on the beach. That, that, that's not the end goal. What's fun is the progress, you know, when you're in it, when you're grinding and you don't know if like tomorrow everything's going to go away. But th it's exciting, you know, you get an adrenaline rush from all this, like, and I th it's motivating as well. Sorry, Tom, I don't know what you asked before and I don't, I don't know if I asked a question. On top uh, of how you question. want to scale the podcast? Yes, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, oh. professional. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is a nice, neat columns and shelves. and <laughs> Super. <laughs> so, all right. We're just getting started. Podcast number one, probably the best podcast in the world right yeah, now. Exactly. With, with uh, yeah. three hands. Exactly. So, podcast number one, we have the block footage. So, what we took right now. Mm -hmm. How can we... Scale it to people who watch, uh, who go on their phone for five seconds, ten seconds a day. How how can we make it appealing to Instagram? Just a post. How mm. can we get, brunch? Get two hot girls, kick us off, put tits in the thumbnail, probably. <laughs> <laughs> you won't believe this. <laughs> First of all, you have to be on as many platforms as possible. You know, chop it up for shorts, chop it up for TikTok. Well, TikTok and shorts, all short form content is all the same. But make sure you add pop-up text, make it engaging, you know, make sure the editing is really good. Because that's what, like when you're scrolling and it's a really well-edited video, even, though if you, even if you don't have a creative eye, you're still just captivated by it. You know, nice clean text with different colors and it pops up in your face. Those are really good and that's how they get more views on TikTok and shorts and reels and whatever. And then keep the long form for YouTube and stay consistent, man. You know, like if you upload every Monday, upload every Monday, you know, even if you have to do an internal one, just you two or us three again, man. Like I enjoyed this. If you want to call me back on, I would definitely. Uh, it like depends on the budget. I don't know what that's like. <laughs> We're still getting started. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Our pockets are, are empty. Yeah, my time is very, very valuable. Every second you have to pay me. Dan Payne. I had a side question. Um, so you are doing YouTube, but do you do YouTube shorts right now? Are you, are you chopping up? For I don't, I don't, but I want to get into it, man. Because I think now you can start making money from shorts. You yeah, know? So like for you, that will be an added bonus, I guess. Like exactly, instead of just exactly. right now starting a new channel, maybe you can do the, the shorts, shorts and then you move on to... Exactly. And then maybe build a team just to, shorts, to start shorts channels. So are shorts on the same channel you can do a, like yeah yeah a, now uh, they added a new column like before the shorts used to be mixed up with the videos and it was really ugly so you have all these nice thumbnails and then you have a short with black bars on the side yeah, okay. and looks ugly but now there's videos shorts live community you know there's it, it's separated so the channel looks nicer and you can post shorts on your main channel and when people watch shorts they're gonna intertwine the recommendation system so if you watch a shorts about like ah, okay. they're gonna do recommendations I think. exactly no but if you like watch a short about i don't know football 
like YouTube are going to know you watch, you like football, so then they're going to recommend you long-form videos about football as well, where in the past they didn't. You could watch shorts about the most random shit, and your long-form recommendations would be completely different. I, I think that's a huge advantage that YouTube have over TikTok. Huh? It's like exactly, man. It's like a, a huge... And man, they're, they're, they're by Google. Though. Like, Google's a, that's a Goliath, man. That's another thing, because they, oh, they, they, they have the world's biggest search engine so far. We don't know what TikTok is going to do, but... yeah. TikTok's so growing, but because even if I want to find a new song and I just say na 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 na, na <laughs> and I type it like that, you can find the song what? just actually? like actually. Actually, I don't know. I've huh? done it. I don't know how many times. Dun 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 dun, <laughs> and I just look up that. I space out the duns. And <laughs> <laughs> I get the song. Yes, I'm, I'm a consumer. That's a big problem of mine. I consume That's lots good, of man. content. You consume and you learn, though. You have yes. to always be aware of what you're consuming and why you're consuming mm, it. Exactly. Always about why is this getting my attention? And can I do the same to other people? You know? But if you go on your phone right now, you go on TikTok, mm. and you just say, you just write, and you just type that. The song will come up. Of dun 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 or try find the dun 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 like try find the name of that song. We'll, we'll try it out right now. I think, I think they're just a guy like at working at TikTok and Google who's always coming up with these <laughs> comments. Just typing these, them to these make sure rhythms, like man. But J- Jamie, check it out for us because I don't have TikTok. Because yes, right now it's exam season. Also, um, I'm still a uni student and. Uh, I can't watch too much TikTok because yeah, I know yeah. I know myself, I know my limits, and I know I'll get consumed. Yeah, now, yeah for sure. If I'm being completely honest, I still watch YouTube Shorts, I still watch Insta Reels, so, <laughs> <laughs> so my attention is somewhere else. It didn't change anything. Time for one more topic. All one right. One more topic. <laughs> Twelve. Right, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, can I ask a question? Yes, 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 yeah. Here's the mic. I think my face. When starting something. Yeah. No. He's not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think you didn't ask. That. No, I didn't. No, I don't think we went into detail. He said, he said you have to work, but how do you stay motivated? Yes, how do you, when not seeing results. Mm. In 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 business or in the gym or in anything. Yeah, yeah. I think it's everything. Yeah. I think you have to have a long term goal, man, and you have to really see it through. You know, have a vision of where you want to be and where you see yourself. Like manifestation is really important. You know, like see yourself in the future. And then every day you wake up, even if you don't feel like, there's going to be days where you don't feel like, but you need discipline, you know, so you keep doing it even on the days you don't feel like. And, um, you know, it's hard sometimes. You really don't feel like and you're not seeing results or what, whatever the case might be, but you have to just stick with it and know that consistency beats anything else. You know, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. So that's, that's the first quote on my first post on Instagram. Really? <laughs> <You're> <laughs> We're throwing it back right now. Yeah, that's good. Well, that's interesting. So, yeah, I mean, just knowing that there's you have a long-term goal and, and having, like, purpose, you know, knowing that it's something that you care about and every day you're striving towards it. I think that's how you stay motivated. But then again, every day you can't be motivated. But you have to stay disciplined and uh, consistent. That's what I was going to ask you, actually. Have you ever um, felt... Um, how, how do you say burnt out or what burnt out yeah like have you felt burnt out or like oh man i can't do this anymore or in the beginning like he was kind of saying maybe um, this isn't for me isn't for me mm. like i'm not getting results whatever i did man but what helped me was i had like a friend that i knew that from childhood like someone close to me that like or just i had there was proof in the pudding like that this could be done you know 
And um, I hope I can be that to someone else, you know, if they're watching this and think like, Ostia, this isn't working, this isn't for me. Like, if you stick with it, it will work if you stay consistent. Like, there's no other way for it to go. If you post consistently, like week after week, good quality videos, eventually you're going to pop off. Like, I have no doubt in that, you know. So did it help having someone who's been through all that you've been going through that you could see it through more clearly? Yes, but I didn't ask him, like, these deep questions, you know. I didn't want to, like, be the guy that's like, oh, bro, tell me what you did, and, like, I'm feeling this, I'm feeling that. I didn't want to be a burden, like. Okay. Uh, he just showed me that this is what I'm doing, and I'm making good money, and I was like, that's enough for me, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, now I'm going to grind, and I want to do it as well. So, yeah. So, but would there be some mistakes that, um, so, would there be any mistakes that you would have uh, probably done? That you would have been uh, like pulled out from a bit earlier, maybe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. As in, if I know now what I, if I knew then what I know now, I'd have made it much faster. You know, grown the channel much faster. But when you say that, like, what do you mean? Is it like the the people that you know, or or or? The no, no. Like the 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 type of content to create and the um, the type of editing or how to hire an editor, how to, like no one teaches you this stuff really, or the algorithm how it works. But that's why I'd like to actually like help people and maybe create a course or something like that. I think it'd be I'd, I'd share a lot of value in it. Super, yeah. I think that's a good start, no? And last question for you guys: Are you happy where you are right now? And what's your goal for the next five years? Ooh, we'll start how with the turntables? <laughs> we we'll start with Nick. Um. No, I think um, I have a lot going on, actually. I have a lot of, because diagnosed ADHD, first first time coming out publicly. Sorry, sorry, Nick, that I made a... Well, sorry to hear that, man. <laughs> okay, I make one-handed one jokes. <laughs> no, no, so, like... I think I most people have ADHD, man. I think, it, like, nowadays. You, but yeah, I think it's there, a, like a superpower, man, Ostia. Yes, so yes and no. If you know how to control it, then it is a superpower. Mm -hmm. and it's, I like to be, I like to have a lot of things going on because I can relate to you, like having nothing to do, like sitting on the beach and whatever is fucking boring. Oh, man, I you need a purpose, that. like. So um, I, I just want to be in a position where I am happy with all the things I have going on. And as I'm not a person to stick to one thing. I hate that. Good stuff. And you, uh, Tom? So I think if I no, am so I happy? First question, uh -huh. like, are you happy? Or are you content where you are now? Like, I don't believe that you can ever be happy because it's a very good answer. I like it. I, I think I'm a person who always wants more. Mm. I never settle for. All right, I have this podcast, but it's not enough. Now I want it to be the best podcast. Yeah, I want it to be. But it's progress, man. Exactly. So you're enjoying the... Are, are, are you happy as in? Are you enjoying the process that you're going through? Obviously, you could have started years ago and now be in a different position. But here right now in the present, do you feel content? Definitely. I mean, yeah. we're, we're so much... We're, I can see the progress now because we're so much further than we were a few months ago, a year ago. Mm -hmm. um, this was all like a big dream of mine to have my own podcast because... I was always being invited and speaking about my story and I was always always saying the same things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many times? I mean, my story from three months at a time, is, it's not going to change much. Yeah. But I think having people on and in interviewing people, being interviewed so many times, like <laughs> having, so, having done so many interviews, even because of my hand, because of disability, be that, be this, I never wanted to be identified as someone who's disabled and I'm doing all these things. I want to be always a normal person and 
reach new goals. So yeah. am I happy? Yes. Yes. Satisfied. <laughs> 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 it was the future. I'm not satisfied exactly. Yes, proud there's but never satisfied. Ex- there's so much more I want to do. There's so many things I still haven't done. Mm. Be it going on a walk in the <laughs> middle of a park. <laughs> you haven't done that. <laughs> Whoa, bro, no way. I always no. wanted to do that. For example, okay, let's go on a walk. <laughs> no, but for example, go on a trek in, in like nowhere, in the middle of nowhere, a place I've never been. Uh, like walk. Alaska. I think, just exactly, yeah. I think he just wanted to just want to say skinny dipping and then he just no, no, no. changed it to walk in a park. Uh, yeah, I've never been skinny Mom's dipping. Mom's watching. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mommy. Um, if it's, for example... I don't know. Maybe going to a pottery class or a bonsai tree class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, things I get you, man. There's so many things I still want to do. Where I've done so many things so far, which I'm happy about. But there's still so many. I'm never, I'm never satisfied. Yeah. And I think that's that's not. I always look at the end goal. And you mentioning the the process really puts me into perspective of where I am and where I should be. Yeah. Because I want to appreciate the process much more. And I still, I'm still in the mindset of. I want it now, I want it now. And that's slowly shifting, definitely, even with this. Yeah. Even with all the things I'm doing. If it's a degree, it took a, it took three years. Yeah. If it's slowly getting the equipment back uh, put together, if it's making signs, if it's putting a furniture together, everything. It, everything takes time. You know what's and a really good perspective, man? Sorry to cut you off, to appreciate the moment. Is imagine yourself, like right now you're 80. You know, and you took a time machine and you came back to where you are now. And you look at your hands and your fucking your arms and your legs and you're like, oh my, I remember when I was 21. Or I remember when I was 26 doing this podcast. This was our first podcast. Wow, look how young these guys look. And we have so much energy. And that puts into perspective how grateful you should be in the moment, you know. That we're here now, we're young and we're healthy and we're blessed, man. And um, just appreciate the moment and be grateful for the process. Super. It's a really nice way to end the podcast. I just feel like having a And ho- getting back to we where we started because we started off with the Simpsons. <laughs> time traveling. <laughs> <thing> <laughs> <as> oh. <laughs> Full loop. Now yeah, we, have, we can make those videos with the no edge at the end, you know? <laughs> ah, the loop. <laughs> like, the loop, the loop. A fucking hour long TikTok. <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you. <laughs> you have to do the bark before you leave. Yes. What, what? You have to do the bark when you sign off. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> so to uh, sign off, I'm just going to do an audio check. <laughs> thank you guys for watching viewing and subscribing let us know what you want to see any guests you want us to have on please let us know thank you that's been it Fabio anything you want to add last minute thank you guys for having me it's been amazing and uh, if you guys want to follow me on Instagram at Fabio Cacchia Fabio F-A-B-I-O C-A-C-H-I-A amazing thanks guys follow us on Instagram Single Handedly Podcast, not yet. Single Handedly <laughs> Pod. Um, on Facebook, Single Handedly Podcast. On TikTok. TikTok, Single Handedly Pod. OnlyFans as well, we're there too. OnlyFans. Um, uh, no one's getting free stop picks. <laughs> um, yes. So, looking forward to the next one. Over and out. Let's Amazing. go. Hey guys, this is the Single Handedly Podcast. This is your first podcast with three hands as your host. I'm your host, Thomas. I'm Nick. And we are going to be interviewing people with different and varied backgrounds. All to your pleasure.